on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. It is the WrestleMania weekend preview show. NXT Stand and Deliver predictions, WrestleMania night one and night two predictions. There's other things, other shows outside of WWE happening this weekend with Ring of Honor and Impact. Some news happened this week. We had a retirement. We had some more people get announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. My TV broke. We won't talk about that. My ankle might have broke. Joe might have broken his ankle. <laughs> someone My spirit's got broken. Someone got slapped at the Oscars. I watched that show live. Interesting. Chad watches the Oscars live. Yeah, what a fucking Every year. <laughs> you are. Every year. I also watch all the Best Picture nominees beforehand. All right. Well, Joe, we might have to talk off air about kicking Chad off the show. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You guys ready to go? Yeah. Yep. Oh, let's go. I got ways to <laughs> what, if, what if I just sang it and <laughs> you didn't press play? Welcome into episode 50 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We are halfway there to 100. We did it. Big 5-0. Big 5-0. Joe, are you happy? You, you, haven't done, you, you haven't even acknowledged. Acknowledge 50. The Big 5-0. Sorry, That's I, what I said. Looking, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was looking, and it turns out. Uh, the first episode featuring Chad was episode 25. It says featuring Chad in the title. Wow, 50%. <laughs> well, Chad. That's pretty good in basketball. Yeah. Uh, and not great, not great. for free throws. <laughs> no, I didn't say for free throws. I said overall. You didn't say oh. overall. You just said I meant basketball. it. You know what I meant. And I'm wrong. Episode 19 featured Chad. Uh, <laughs> Over 50%. But now that's better. Now that's but a then better free throw percentage. No, I don't think I don't think you joined us again till twenty five. So nineteen and twenty five. But that's over fifty percent. Yeah, that's if you've been here since twenty five. You've definitely taken some episodes off. I never take episodes off. That's I've just false. Off. All of us have. <laughs> Life happens. All right, let's jump into the news. I think the biggest piece of news of the week outside of Chad watching the Oscars live like a fucking <laughs> dummy 
<laughs> you didn't get to see Will Smith slap that dude live. I did. You're right. I didn't get to see it live, and I don't care because I still got to see it. So it didn't <clears throat> matter. Um, it's a totally different experience. Triple H, calling it, calling it quits, calling it a career. Thoughts? Um, Joe, you want to go first on this one? Yeah, I mean, I, we, I kind of expected it. I think we all kind of expected it, and it, he just made it official, so the sh- it wasn't as much of a shock feel. Um, but it's yeah, I mean, it's it sucks that he had to go that way. Uh, I I saw something, I saw something earlier this week that was that said weird last match, uh, and I'm gonna look it up now, and I'll his, let you guys. Talk. Yeah, his last match was in Saudi against Randy Orton. No, so there was a house show after that where he tagged with Shinsuke. Shinsuke. <laughs> yeah, he tagged at a Tokyo house show again with Shinsuke against Bobby Roode and somebody else. What? At a house show in Tokyo, Japan. That was his retirement match. But at the time, Triple H and Shinsuke. It. It's like it's like uh, Jericho saying, "When he retires, you're not going to know it." With Triple H, we just didn't know that it was his last match. But when he did, re- when he retired, we knew it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I watched the whole interview with uh, Stephen A. and to hear him talk about the medical side of the whole thing and how he was like very close to dying was like frightening. It was terrifying to listen to. I mean, he was, he was scared for his life. And that's, um, if that's how, if that's what he had to deal with, then it makes total sense. He's going to retire and put his health first. So I, I'm, I'm happy he's doing that. As my like triple H and Shinsuke versus Robert Roode and Samoa Joe. That sounds like a good match. That was probably fun to watch, honestly. What what year was that? Oh, wait, no. It would have been 2019. So they would have all been on the main roster. Yeah. It yes. Was, it, both of them were in June. Uh, but, yeah, it was a house show in Tokyo. I'm definitely going to miss Triple H. I, I feel like I, I, I just enjoyed seeing him at Mania every year. He's one of those ones that, like, toward the tail end, we saw him at Mania – getting a match every year. Sometimes it ran a little bit longer than I think it should have, but I the that, entrances that, though, the, the entrances were awesome and the matches were usually still very good. And, and we have so much to thank triple H for being the suck like, it, the suck it, his in-ring career in general, like his um, incredibly enjoyable matches, including the ladder match at SummerSlam that we recently watched. And Basically, AEW and NXT. I have a question. And I think my answer is undoubtedly yes to this question. Does Triple H, out of all the wrestlers ever of all time, does Triple H have the greatest collection of entrance music? Yeah. Like combined of all of his different ones. I'm thinking of three major ones. I mean, DX, the game, King uh, of Kings, mind my time, King of Kings. Oh yeah, with fucking Evolution, Evolution's theme music. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, hmm. dude, he definitely has the, probably the best set of WrestleMania entrances total. That I'll give him a hundred percent. Every year he did something awesome. Whether it was the 
the motorcycle or the I mean he basically the all he motorhead. Was, yeah, he would just ride on something to the ring in the last like five years. That's basically what it was. The Terminator one. Oh, that we had all the Terminators on stage, and he came up out of the stage. I grew more appreciative of that or appreciative of that one in like after rewatching it. But in, in real time, I was like, that's kind of dumb. You're kind of dumb. That was awesome. You watch the Oscars live. You're that's what is that have to do with anything? That makes you dumb, dumber than the I like rest watching. Of us. I'm a big movies guy. I like movies a lot. The Oscars doesn't even nominate movies that you probably watched. I that's not true. I watched a plenty of those movies. Did you watch the one that uh, that Will one Smith best won? picture? Yeah, I also yes, I did. When I watched Prince the one Will Smith won for King Richard was a good movie. Oh, okay. I find that hard to believe, but it, he won an Oscar for a reason. I'm just saying. Sure, sure. Just, just normally, most of those movies are just you know not my genre. You have a much more limited genre of movie watching than I do. Yeah, I, I don't watch a lot of movies. Not a don't burn a lot of flicks. Is this whole show is going to be pick on Chad because he watches a TV show. No. no, I mean we all watch wrestling at twenty something. So yeah, <laughs> thirty something. It's fine. <laughs> we are grown men who watch wrestling and talk about it. So, like a lot of it. There's that. Um. Only other piece of news, the Steiner Bros being inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend. So there's that. The one the one thing with that, like, that I was just like, oh, my God, this is like the epitome of how stupid WWE is, is like um, the Steiner Brothers, Rick and Scott, they're get, like Rick Steiner getting in, inducted to the Hall of Fame, and he's the father of Braun Breaker. It's like... <laughs> He could have taken his mother's name. It, it's just so dumb. <laughs> and like, it's like, we know his last name is Steiner. Like, why do we have to do all the stupid fucking names? But we talk about that. Butch. Butch. <laughs> Gunther. Gunther. All right. Oh, let's... The names are terrible. <laughs> so bad. Let's get into the uh, weekly recap, though. SmackDown first, first and foremost. Uh, Man, what a great episode of SmackDown. It really wasn't. It was so bad. (laughs) What's the what? Let's see if we're all on the same page here. What's the worst thing that came out of SmackDown? Bitch. ricochet having to defend uh, against a tag team on next week's smackdown instead of at mania yes that and like the, the the whole wrestlemania smackdown announcement of like hey here are these matches we could give you at wrestlemania but instead we're going to give them to you on friday night smackdown there's a there's the crazy thing is there's only seven matches per night which means there's 14 matches in the Stone Cold Kevin Owens thing scheduled, right? 15 matches slash segments, right? And we're breaking this up into two nights, which sure, that's fine. But why can't we have a full WrestleMania card both nights? You know, WrestleMania is usually 10 plus matches. Why can't we have nine matches and just move Ricochet, Finn Balor, the Battle Royal, 
all to fucking night one and night two. Fuck it. Put on the kickoff show. It's still at WrestleMania then. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm surprised there's no kickoff show. Like, there's not a kickoff show? I mean, there will be, but like, there's no matches. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if like some of these matches end up on the kickoff show. Uh, kickoff show is only in. Honestly, I'm or... like, there's like not many matches that I have zero like excitement for, or like okay. very little excitement. Like the 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 match I have the smallest amount of excitement for is the night one quote unquote main event. Sean Charlotte versus Ronda. Yeah. Speaking of uh, that, the fucking promo from Ronda on SmackDown was oh awful. My God, it was cringy as fuck. She, she can't She's, talk. Why do I call it the women's title? Let's just call it the SmackDown title. And I'll be your women's SmackDown so Smack, SmackDown women's champion. Why do we even have women in the name? I'm going to be your SmackDown champion. It was just like sure but like god just get it right like it sounds so fucking weird cringy everything who who could they possibly have backstage some just somebody or somebody on the roster that could talk for her i'm sure we could find somebody to do that job malcolm bivens malcolm bivens could talk with anyone robert stone <laughs> no, Robert be, I would like it better than her talking. <laughs> I heard Fuck, it would also put him out of Von Wagner's fucking group. Yeah, Robert Stone getting, Robert getting, getting that push, getting that pushed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Robert Stone Von Wagner group definitely getting pushed. Dude, I have something to say about that when we get to NXT. Ooh, nice opinions. Yeah, yeah. Um, you better not say he's good. You better not say that. You can't say that. Oh no, it's it's something else. Um, what else? Shad Gaspard is getting the Warrior Award this year. So yeah, that's pretty neat. They announced that on SmackDown. Xavier Woods is back, and yep, King Woods, he's back. They're not King Woods anymore. The promo said King Woods, but his little thing at the bottom said Xavier Woods, and he's listed as Xavier Woods on the WWE website. So I think he's back to being just Xavier. I think he's still the king. Yeah, he entered to the King Woods music. I get that. But both WWE's website and the little thing at the bottom said Xavier Woods, and there was a bunch of stuff about name changes for Xavier Woods again on the internet. Well, shit. Whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, like he's going back to his original name, so who cares? But yeah. Rice is rice. We're in the we're in the fiftieth anniversary episode. We have to we have to bring it back. You no, can't say that. You're not allowed. Can, we we discussed after the fact that I should not have ever said that. <laughs> I felt bad about it. <laughs> I think that's a highlight from our from our time in this podcast. Yeah, sure. Back then we didn't know what we were doing. We still fucking don't. Yeah. Uh, that whole like King Woods returning set up a tag match at Mania, so it's gonna be the new day, and uh, they're taking on Ridge Holland and Sheamus, who have Butch alongside with them. Butch, <laughs> I don't know, Mama, I'm going cheer for Butch. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, you know uh, what? You know what? I just came into my mind. Um, Chad, what's what? What sort of level of blackout drive? Did you go to Buffalo Wild Wings tonight? No, I did not. I stayed home and I prepped by watching a bunch of shows I hadn't watched yet and drinking at the house a couple Dr. Pepper and rum concoctions. Sounds tasty. It does it sound not tasty. Bad. It it's doesn't sound like you made them strong enough, though. No. I also drank them when I got home. It was like 6.30. I very, so like, I very was two much and a half hours enjoyed, ago. I very much enjoyed like Blackout Chad last week. So. So did our fans. The more that what? Who told you that? No one. I was gonna say I didn't get any. I didn't get any feedback about that. <laughs> Do we normally I, get feedback? No. Exactly. But it was fun for me. Unlike SmackDown. Yeah. So moving on, uh, Rampage. Yeah. Anyone got anyone? Anyone got anything for Rampage? I have a few good notes from Rampage. I thought Rampage was pretty good this week. I have one note from Rampage. Okay, what's your note? Uh, Hook no-sells a Danhausen curse. God, he no-sells everything. It's starting to bother me. You know how I feel about no-selling. How do you feel about no-selling? I hate no-selling. I talked about Hook no-selling before. I was just making sure. It it wasn't very... um, It wasn't well implied. I just... (sighs) My God, dude. Like, Hook... Good, technically sound, entertaining. Worried if we're gonna keep selling him on no if he keeps no selling people. Yeah. But it was a comedic thing, so it makes it's whatever. But um yeah, he no sold a, a curse. I get it. Like <laughs> it just once again is a no sell of something that like some other person is important to their character or their reputation. Like when he no sells someone's finisher, that was Equally as damaging to a technical wrestler as it is to uh, uh, the curse for Danhausen. That's his only thing right now. That's all yeah, he I mean, does. His leg is broken. <laughs> need Danhausen to be able to walk again. How long is this fucking leg going to be broken? I don't know. It's a pretty bad injury. So he still hobbles a little bit. Yeah. As I just kind of thought that's how he walked. As somebody who might have a broken ankle, I, I understand. <laughs> what the fuck happened to you? If you could just leave any mention of that place out, even though it happened at that place, just try and tell the story without talking about that place. Uh, for legal purposes, it didn't happen at that place. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so how did it happen? I fell down the stairs. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was at my house. I fell down the stairs and my oh. cousin you know, the doorbell rang and Raven went crazy. Oh, Jesus, dude. Did you feel or hear it pop? Uh, again, it, it like just, just happened so fast that it may have popped. And when I put weight on, on it on the left-hand side, I could feel bone pain. But I'm icing it right now. It doesn't hurt. So, Are you icing it with an ice-cold boot light? Uh, it is ice-cold because it is actual ice in a Ziploc bag. But I got my I got my boot light to numb the pain. Simple no would have sufficed. Chad, right. what else what else do you have for Rampage? All right. I got some notes. One, I'm very excited for the Dark Order versus House of Black setup that we got going on. Okay. Those matches will be banging. 
the Dustin Rhodes Lance Orchard match was really brutal. They were like really hitting the shit out of each other. Pretty much everything Lance Archer has been doing since <clears throat> the storyline with Adam Page has just been like the, some of the most physical stuff in wrestling I've seen lately. It's just that he loses them all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, the main event between Swerve and uh, Ricky Starks was phenomenal. It was awesome. They chanted, this is awesome, like four times. And I think we said, we've said before, you need at least two for it to actually be awesome, right? I mean, depending on the show, but I mean, four times at a rampage, that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Good match. Um, Monday Night Raw, WrestleMania Raw. Oh, I hated I'm sorry. this WrestleMania Raw. Yeah, speaking of that, we had four commentators on Monday Night Raw. It was a lot. It was just overkill. I hated no, it. it. It was like they were like, "Let's take everyone on the roster because we don't have a big enough roster to make this a big deal, uh, and we'll just throw together a bunch of squash matches all fucking night long." Uh, getting the most fucking FaceTime of every match possibly involved with Raw. They did a promo from like every Raw match and then a squash match on either side. Yeah. This this also like, I feel like it was even more than normal that we just had recap video after recap video yes. after recap video. And half the of same them... Thing. Half of them were recap videos of shit that happened earlier the same fucking night. And that is the most that is the thing I hate the fucking most about WWE right now. It's I like, will say some of those promos that we're talking about were really fucking good though. Kevin Owens was good. Kevin Owens doing the um, yeah and or what and the, the what's in the middle of his fucking thing was um, awesome. And then the Roman Reigns when they when the crowd was saying what and he he it was getting pissed off at them saying what well he tried to like stop them from saying what and lesnar did the same thing in the opening segment and he actually did get them to stop saying what yeah they must respect him more yeah or yeah, they know I'd... that they know that he <laughs> yeah they just or maybe they know that like lesnar might actually just kick their ass roman's just too nice of a real guy roman's just a huge bitch whoa you wouldn't say it to his face. I would if I knew he wasn't going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably about it, though. <laughs> You're not going to slap him like fucking Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? No. Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, did, uh, did any of you guys catch that live? Yeah, I did. It was Nobody fucking cares. crazy. You're an ass. <laughs> Chad, did you have any quotes from Raw? Yeah, Corey Graves said, keep my fiance's name out of your mouth, which is a direct quote. Um, um, interchange uh, a couple words. Yeah, fiance for wife and then just leaving out the word fucking. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of lack of curse words there that uh, Will Smith said very aggressively. It was all muted in live TV. Hopefully, you guys watched the clip of it, like from foreign TV, yes. where it wasn't muted. Yeah, I, I, I watched it afterwards. Watch it. But on live TV, it was muted, and you could still tell he was saying, "My fucking wife out of your fucking mouth." I was like, "Oh my god!" 
My I thought Lord. it was like, I 100% thought that shit was a work. I thought they were like they had fucking scheduled this thing ahead of time. Are you serious, dude? Yeah, it was to set up their, it was to set up their match at Mania. Yeah, originally I thought they do shit like this all the time at at the Oscars where they 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 do gags that they've pre-staged all the time. This is not that far so, off from wait, other staged wait, wait, wait. gags they've done before. When you when you say at first, you mean like immediately after the slap and then like after Will Smith got back to his seat, then you were like, "Oh shit, this is real?" Yes. Okay, I thought you meant after like the night of the Oscars. You were like, "Hmm, I don't know." Absolutely seems, not. It's kind of fake. As soon as he sat down and said that would be said, even though it was well, first of all, they gave it away because it was uh, muted on that on television, which meant it was like something the Oscars were not expecting. And then when he sat down and started cursing at him, I was like, "This is fucking real. This is not a fucking gag." Some people. I'm just still with you on that. Yeah, I'm just glad that you don't think it's actually fake because there's a lot of really stupid people online that yeah. think it's fake. There's no way. They almost kicked him out of the fucking Oscars and he was about to win the award. Like, they asked him to leave. People around that, like other celebrities have confirmed, they heard the uh, the, like the producers come out and ask him to leave and he refused. That's so fucking stupid. He was, he was the... He was the betting favorite to win his first Academy Award. I wouldn't leave either. I wouldn't also slap other people for a simple joke. Granted, not a good joke. Still just a joke. Honestly, I didn't get I the joke like at first. When I, I watched like that he laughed, and then he saw Jada's face, and he's like, all right, now I'm mad. Yeah. When I first saw what Chris Rock said, I was like, why is he so mad about that? I don't even get the joke. And then obviously... I figured Auto out immune defeats alopecia. Yeah, but I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that either. It, I mean, I just thought she kept her hair short because she used to do that shit. Like, this is not the first time in her career that I've seen Jada Pinkett Smith with short hair. Yeah. So, like, I thought it was just like her hairstyle right now. That's just the thing that some weird people do is just have really short hair. So, I just thought she was being weird. Why is that weird? That's not weird. Yeah. But you're weird for thinking it's weird that she just cut her hair. Hey, moving on. You're going to get slapped by Will Smith. You keep talking like that. No, 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 no. I stay. I clean. (laughs) I could probably take a Will Smith slap. Yeah, it didn't seem that bad. Uh, I don't know. So did we really hate Monday Night Raw this much that we want to talk this long about the slap? I mean, my notes for Raw are so long because everything was so short. And I always take a note of everything. I take a note about every segment that happens. I don't talk about them all because that's stupid. But every time a new segment starts, I write a note. And there's like 20 notes here for Raw because every fucking thing on there was super short. And other than the KO promo... The Edge and AJ promos were very good. Mm-hmm. And then the Bianca and Becky stuff, I hated it all. You hated it? I hated everything but those things. I oh, liked the, the okay, Becky-Bianca okay, okay, okay. spot. I thought that Got was it. really good. Yeah, same. That's what I, I thought want- you said you were hating. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, you also didn't enjoy the fact that we had an engagement on uh, Monday what? Night Raw. Two engagements. We had two what? engagements on Monday Night Raw. What? Dude, are you serious? I might have fucking skipped through whatever you're talking about. Akira yeah. Tozawa and 
to oh meet yeah I, that was right after a commercial right before a commercial and i saw those were happening um i saw those people in in like the little bar where i could skip on youtube tv and i completely skipped all of those segments like i do every week i never watch any of the <laughs> i never watch the reggie akira tozawa dana brooke tamina stuff anymore <laughs> like no, they all the, the couples got engaged dude oh goody <laughs> yay care so much Joe, you seem like you you cared a little bit, right? No, I, <laughs> our, our truth came back. I don't know if he was actually gone or if I haven't been paying attention. But no, he's been he's he's not been on TV. Yeah, so our truth came back in the segment. I like our truth. I yeah, he's funny. He's the only part of the twenty four seven that I've ever liked. Yeah, twenty four seven three sixty five something something seven eleven. I-65 national champion, 24-7 champion, R-Truth. Pretty sure 7-11's in there. Yeah. Um, I would say the only other big thing is the whole Seth Rollins thing and him actually, like, finally, officially getting a match. Um, yeah. If it's not Cody, who's it going to be? Shane. God, that the fiend. (laughs) That's probably the only person I would be happy about if it's not Cody. If it's the fiend, I'll probably be more excited than if it was Cody. But it's not. I know. That's why if they've if they've managed if they've managed to keep that quiet for this long, yeah, and keep that a surprise. Holy shit. It's got to be Cody, right? It can't possibly be anybody else. Like, we're saying The Fiend, but, like, it's not. It's probably Cody. Probably. It's got to be Cody, right? It has to be. If it's anyone else, it's going to be such a downer. But I have heard reports that they're, they might do the same thing they did with, like, Becky at SummerSlam, where it's, like, somebody that's not Cody initially and then Cody makes his return to beat that person up, and then we get Seth versus Cody. Yeah, oh, yeah I think it'll be cool. like Shane McMahon. If that is it, it's got to be Shane McMahon or like Elias or someone stupid. Elias isn't stupid. Put some spec on Elias's name. Yeah, I won't because he doesn't have a guitar anymore, so <laughs> he's stupid. Did you guys see that they filed a trademark for the name Elton Prince? And Ooh, people are Prince. And people are thinking that it's Elias. Oh, God. It's probably some nobody probably. on NXT or something. But it was just funny, like all the people saying that it was Elias, and it was like WWE Dude. originally saying that they <laughs> wanted to get away from like Elias playing music and stuff, and they named him Elton Prince. Dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those NXT guys. Just wait until Monday Night Raw after Mania. It's gonna be LA Knight or Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> oh my LA god! LA Knight is already a name change, though. <laughs> I get that, but so is most of these guys in NXT. They don't come in with their Ring of Honor's names half the time. Pete Dunn's his real name. Isn't it? Oh, no. Well, it used to be, and now its real name is Butch. Yeah, his name is <laughs> Butch. That's how they've always known him. They said that. You gonna call me Butch. I tell my mama, you better call me Butch. I swear to God, the Lord Almighty calls me Butch. Butch. What to offend some of our southern listeners. <laughs> nah, they'll understand. Right? My family's from Alabama. It's I, I get it. What else do we have from Raw? Anything? 
I mean, the Becky Bianca stuff was good. I don't know if you want to talk about uh, Becky's mullet. Have you seen her hair? Her picture of her hair now? It's legit mullet. That's not a joke. It's, it's it doesn't look great. I thought. No? Yeah, it. This was this was good though. Like, it's the 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 anger and like pure hatred and those emotions coming out of Becky Lynch after her hair got cut was so good. Yep. So good. It made me so hyped for this match. It's easily the the better of the two women's matches. So that it out. There's three women's matches, but, and, but it's still number one. I agree. I am excited for the fatal four way women's tag match, but I'm excited, more excited for that than I am Charlotte and Rhonda. hundred percent. Charlotte and Rhonda is going to suck. But I hope it doesn't. No, it will suck. But it's going to suck. Let's be honest. Um, all right. NXT? NXT? Imperial versus LA Knight and MSK. Good match. Yeah. Short. Too short for me, though. Yeah. I, th- I thought it deserved like a six to ten minute more match, but it was really good for how long it was. Yeah. LA Knight, just the most over person in NXT. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so much fun to watch. He is so much fun to watch. I love it. Uh, yeah. He's, I don't, I, I think he's got more time in NXT and he could potentially take the, the title off of Dolph Ziggler. And I think he should. Oh, was that a prediction for this Saturday, Joe? I don't know. That's a tough one for me. It honestly mm. is. Mm. I'll, I mean, I'll talk more about it later, but it's honestly a tough one for me. Joe's picking Dolph Ziggler. He's not alone. <gasps> what? Yeah, I'll tell you more about it. I, I, hate, I saw. So. <laughs> You're picking Dolph Ziggler too, you piece of shit. <laughs> I just looked at my predictions and saw. I thought I totally thought I wrote down Braun Breaker. I, uh, I have some inside scoop on that one when we get to predictions I saw on the internet today. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll let you go first for that then. Okay. Um, what else happened? Uh, uh, re- well, you? a reunion happened, exactly. Uh, the Toxic Attraction promo was super good. So, and Depending on who we're talking about. Yeah, I agree. All of them. Mandy. But, you know. Um, Is it? Go ahead. Sorry. While they were talking, um, they were attacked by uh, Dakota Kai, who was upset they beat up Wendy Chu. And then we had a return from Raquel Gonzalez. And then uh, a random makeup. They're partners again, dressed in time for a pay-per-view. Yeah. Streaming live event. Premium live event. Sorry. Damn it. I'll never get this right. You won't. It might be. I'm trying to get it wrong. Maybe. maybe just I, maybe just have it be one of your own. Have it be a bit of yours where you just call it something different every time. Every time. Uh-huh. Pay per view live event. Paper live event. Rock paper scissors live event. They added since have added this match uh, for the women's tag titles to stand and deliver, and they announced it's on the kickoff show. Nice. Yes, the, it is the kickoff show match for stand and deliver. So your previous statement of five or six matches for the card still true. Nice. 
And there's six really good matches. I'm very excited for Stand and Deliver. It's going to be the best pay-per-view of the actual weekend. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'm ready to say that it's going to be the best of the weekend, but I think it still will be. Like Friday, I have. So what what are you saying then? Uh, including Friday, uh, but I think I think that NXT is going to be the best of the weekend. I think so too. It almost always is. I can't think of a time where it wasn't since NXT's existed. Granted, this is like one of our first times seeing them on premium stri- premium streaming live event. God damn it! <laughs> since fucking they became 2.0 but even then i oh i God. think this will be good i tried to get it right that time too mother yeah i could tell you were oh, actually trying to it. do it right and you still fucked it up <laughs> we've seen a premium live event I'm almost positive we have i'm, I'm war, just, games. war games war games is the only one so i mean like i don't know if war games was great but like it's war games they can't they haven't fucked that one up so yeah, it's almost impossible to script war games. Yeah. So like, I think that this is our first chance to see if 2.0 is going to still put on the amazing takeover quality style pay-per-views. I think God. it will. Yeah. They're going to be fine. PLEs. PPVs and the PLE. All right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so the Von Wagner thing. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about this. Who's this chick at ringside? I have no fucking idea. Because, sup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vaughn Wagner, uh, no way. No fucking way. That's all I have to say about that. That's literally it. That's the That was the opinion? Yeah. I thought it was going to be some kind of like... No, it had nothing to do with Vaughn Wagner. It just <laughs> happened while he was out there. <laughs> I really enjoyed Bodie Hayward in this match. I thought he put on a really good performance. That guy might watch. be good. Yeah, he's, he's fun, fun to watch. It's just it, anything that has to do with Chase U is fun. Yeah. What else did I love? Uh, the main event was fucking awesome. Yeah. And the storytelling in the main event was great. It was very like fast paced as well. They kept those three guys put on a super fast paced match where they were able to tell. Uh, like the amplifying story of the other contenders of the match, all still talking shit. You know, Carmelo's on commentary, and Solo Sokoa is at the fucking stage. And Grace Wall, Grayson Waller, and Sanga, right? That's his name. Something, something like that. We're in the crowd on one side, and Santos on the other side. They start slowly making the way to the ring while the match is happening. The match was fast paced. Like I was really into the last like fifteen to twenty minutes of NXT, and yeah. uh, Cameron Grimes wins the match like you predicted. Did I predict that? Mm-hmm. I yeah. said it was going to be a kid, and you were like, "I think it's Cameron Grimes." Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty fucking smart, so that's eh, debatable. I just don't remember picking Cameron Grimes. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember, Drunky. I've listened back to it since. Oh, Chad, I think that you uh, you would appreciate this more than Dylan, but I'm really hoping for a uh, an a kid storyline where he's kind of like sad man Corbin. And he comes out to the ring by and now he's B kid. 
No, he he comes out to the ring in with the with the entrance music of "I'm Just a Kid" by Simple Plan. I'm just a kid, and life is a nightmare. But they have to specify. I'm just a kid. Uh huh. I, I sing that it. all the time. I get it. It's my life is a nightmare. They are not going to buy that music for him, though. Probably not. But that's, they'll come up that's with some, some generic garbage music. That's fantasy booking at its finest, though. That's good. <laughs> Well, uh, getting into dynamite, <laughs> I have a sign. You guys probably saw this. I looking back, it's really not that funny. But Will Smith for Blackpool Combat Club, you know they they don't do uh, facial slaps in Combat Club. I mean, they could just chest chops. Just chest chops. Yep. <laughs> Way too many of them too. An ungodly amount of chest chops. Crazy. Unreal. Um, CM Punk declaring himself for basically being next in line for the AEW championship. Yeah. We had that happen. I guess uh, last week and I was like, I don't know who the number one contender is going to be a double or nothing. I could see it being CM Punk. I could see like a triple threat match. With, With MJF? Yeah. Yeah. But what about Wardlow? Oh, yeah, fuck. MJF versus Wardlow. Yeah, I want to see that. I don't want to see MJF in a different match. I want to see it. I want to see MJF versus Wardlow. Also, speaking speaking of that one, like, I, I'm, like, firm believer. I'm a firm believer in, like, what it's exactly what I said last week. I think it's coming true where, like, they're just going to have this thing where Wardlow gets, quote, unquote, suspended for a month. He's off TV. And that's how they're going to do the build to double or nothing is uh, MJF's just going to talk like a ton of shit while Wardlow suspended. And then he's finally going to come back and we're the feuds. There we go. Like we're on the road to double or nothing. It's going to be like late April, early May. He comes back and boom, here we go. I do think this is what's going to cause the breakup of the pinnacle because that that split, it was very apparent during the like they're building that during the FTR gun club match when they said that they don't take sides. Um, and they're not going to take sides between Wardlow and MJF because they're also Wardlow's friend. Um, and then they almost lost the match because MJF like came out and everything. Uh, so I think there's definitely some tension between uh, FTR and uh, MJF here, which I think will build perfectly. I do have a quote. And, uh, Joe likes the same quote because he sent the same quote to me via text from this FTR match. Joe, you want to? Yeah. So MJF. So there was something in the ring that Aubrey Edwards did not see, and MJF was on commentary as we've already talked about. And uh, Jeff says, Aubrey Edward, ha- Ebr- Audrey, premium live event. <laughs> Aubrey Edward <laughs> has to be the worst ref in the history of professional wrestling. It does not even come close. So, <laughs> are we just ref- like the biggest MJF MG- confirmed, Lester? Yeah, are we just the biggest MJF fans now? I mean, I was already a pretty big MJF fan, I'm a fan of MJF already. Yeah. But are we, are, are, we now the, are we now the biggest MJF fans? 
I don't know. Maybe he'll come on our podcast since he uh, wants to go on whatever podcast he wants to go on. Oh, I doubt it. But I'm referencing some uh, Internet heat that may or may not be going on between Tony Khan and uh, MJF after he appeared on the uh, what's the guy's name? Ariel, Ariel something. Hawani, I think something along those lines. It it's was like his Hel- podcast. Hel- Helwani. That guy, something like that. Something along those lines, yep. Uh, and uh, apparently that's caused some tension because uh, Tony Khan requires all talent to go through PR if they want to do something like that. And he did not Which do I that. think is like pretty standard practice. Yeah, but, people on the internet were like losing it. Like Tony Khan's becoming the next into man. That just seems like good business for your employees to like talk to a, a public relations department before they go talk about the company with somebody. Yeah, and I guess like, wrestling, but this is a business. Because like, what if they say some shit that you don't want them to leak out? You know, that's that's exactly that's the only point you have them talk to PR is like, hey, we don't want you talking about this. Or if the person brings up this question, we don't. Here's how we want you to answer it. Yada, yada, yada. Shit like that. Because like wrestling is like such a week to week thing and the storylines build and they just don't they you, you don't want the internet rumors to be swirling just based off of an interview you want it to be swirling based off of what you see on tv you want to give people a reason to tune in to your show not to another person's podcast but please mjf what because i know you're listening come on to our show and uh, get people to listen to our podcast yeah what he said premium live event i uh I didn't. I forgot to talk about this before, but uh, this whole WrestleMania Raw, WrestleMania SmackDown, WrestleMania Backlash, WrestleMania, 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 uh, has really got me thinking back to that quote from CM Punk a couple months ago, where where he said, "If you want to leave and go to some company and main event some buy one night, get night one. four of a buy one get one extravaganza." Yeah. <laughs> he said that to MJF specifically. That 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 had me thinking this week. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of seems like that at this point. Like, yeah. Jesus, how I mean, how far are we going to take this shit? I do remember the memes last year that were pretty funny when they were calling it like when they announced WrestleMania like cuz last year was the first year they actually did they called it WrestleMania Raw, they called it WrestleMania SmackDown. WrestleMania backlash. We had WrestleMania backlash with was that the zombie? Was that the zombie match? Oh my god. I had forgotten that happened. Thanks. You're welcome. That's fucking dick. That's what I'm here for is to remind us of all the matches that we've hated so much. Speaking of things we hate so much, remember that time there was that uh hell in a cell match that didn't end correctly? You someone was gonna say it. <laughs> Um, Where that time Jinder Mahal won the title? Um, yep, I remember both, both of those things very vividly. And I think, uh, yeah, you're right. I hated them a lot. <laughs> or the time Shane McMahon came out instead of Cody Rhodes at, at wrestling. <laughs> it's about to be that game, that fucking moment. I have a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling. Oh, no. Oh, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Bad news. 
Can I just say, I fucking love Wade Barrett on commentary. You Dude, we're talking that. about Dynamite right now. I just wanted to say it while we're hinting at it. Well, you Dynamite said, was... You should have said that during NXT, okay? Yeah, I didn't. I'm Dynamite sorry. was all in all a great show. Great. I wrestling. thought it was okay. Oh, yeah, the, the wrestling was good. It's like I feel the same way as I felt for weeks. The storyline telling here is getting monotonous in a lot of these storylines. But like, holy fuck, like four of these matches were super good. Where where do you think? Yeah, I think Lethal and Moxley match of the night. Probably. Oh my god, so fucking good. I think it's up there with the triple threat from NXT for match of the week. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two definitely match of the week so far. Are we going to count the weekend as this week? I would assume we would. So we're probably going to have our week normally starts on Friday. Yeah, because we normally record on Thursdays. Yeah, so. Match of the week from last Friday to this Thursday. True. I would also throw Swerve and Starks as like a top three because that was fucking great. Yeah. You didn't if you didn't watch that on Friday, recommend. Um so with with everything being monotonous and being like, man, I don't really know what the fuck like the storytelling here on aid in on the AEW side, like where do you think we're heading or where do you think they're trying to head here for double or nothing? Like, obviously we've, we've talked about MJF and Wardlow. We've kind of talked about the AEW championship picture, but like, where else could we be going? I think we're about to hit that time of frame where like, they want to close a bunch of storylines before we get into double or nothing. It's the same thing that happened with the last pay-per-view. We had storylines that went super deep into the time frame between the pay-per-views before we, at some point we decided to to change it up and go towards what they wanted to do for the pay-per-view and i think we've got time here they've obviously got to close up adam cole and hangman page um and stuff like that so i think we've got opportunities here to like wait it out see where we're going and get is, a really good build. Is there anything that they're currently building that you think we're going to see at Double or Nothing other than MJF and Wardlow? CM Punk and Hangman Page. Anything else? Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose. I hope that. I don't think that's Double or Nothing. Match. You think that happens in that time frame? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good idea if it does. Do you think I don't this? Uh, watch it. Do you think this like Jericho Appreciation Society versus Eddie Kingston's team? Yeah, that could happen. But then again, that do might be think- a storyline we close in that time frame because it's been going on for so fucking long. So I had a thought of because every year so far, a double or nothing. What match stipulation have we seen? Three on three. No, we've seen Stadium oh, Stampede. Stadium. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Eddie Kingston would have to get more people on his team. He'd have yeah. to add a tag team. Or, like, two single stars, which it's, could be... Yeah, it would probably be a tag team, but... Yeah. I could Oop. see Sammy Guevara going up against him. Ooh. Oh. Well, I think there might be some Sammy... I don't know. Once again, they might end that early... I don't. I don't know. It is. It uh, is just a bit too early to tell. But that, I think that would that would I make think, the inner circle in all three of the stadium stampede matches. It's in, not the inner circle, or I wouldn't circle. hate it. It's, it's inner I know, circle two I, I, know it, I know it's if, not an inner circle, but 
if you added Sammy Guevara and some other single star to go against the inner circle 2.0, you would have oh, okay. the inner circle. In You're not calling them inner circle. You're saying all of inner circle would be in it. For, yeah, for the third okay. row. Yeah. Because this is not inner circle. I liked inner circle. I fucking hate this. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. It's super fucking bad. It's worse because Chris Jericho does rampage commentary and he his gimmick is now infiltrated the commentary team of a whole one hour show so he constantly brings up his gimmick into other matches and talks about how like they're pro wrestlers they'd be better if they were sports entertainers and i'm just like fuck this dude i hate this jericho thing he eventually like once he's done and is full-time into commentary which i think is what's going to happen with him i don't think we're going to see that bad of a jericho like i think he's going to be great on commentary but yeah right now it's a little bit like uh i don't i'm not a big fan in the time frame between like the inner circle stuff and this jericho appreciation society i liked him on commentary a lot yeah so i agree with that comment all right um i don't have anything else for dynamite Whoa. whoa what the fuck the main event before the main event the girl who debuted? Oh my God, we didn't talk about that yet. We haven't talked about Tony's here. It's Tony, Tony time. Tony Storm. Sup. Sup. Big sup. Uh, Tony Storm is all elite. But I do have a negative opinion about this. Okay. I, I have an opinion. I don't know if it's a negative opinion. It's more. I'll about, let you go first, Joe. I just, I don't think Tony's going to be happy in in AEW. She. She left WWE, and yeah, her, her booking was questionable, but she had also just debuted like three months prior. And she had been in the main event scene the whole time since she, she debuted. She was going up against Charlotte Flair. She was getting good booking. And, and she, TV time, tons yeah, of it. And the report of why she left was because she didn't like, she couldn't handle the schedule. And, you know, she's, she's dating Juice. And she was doing some stuff with, with Juice Robinson and in the, in the indie scenes. And then she signs with the, the second biggest company. Yeah, but and like... I'm, I'm confused. She's, uh, she's not going to get more time off in AEW than... I mean... Yes, she will. Yeah, she will because they both... They, because she'll get buried. Yeah, I think she's going to get buried. And, and more importantly, I just... I think that... Yeah, they also do all their recording on one night. And yeah, they don't really work. They don't. They don't oh, do house yeah. shows. Yeah. So that you don't have those extra days every week to go do house shows. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. But also, like, even when, though, when, when like Vince, when here's Vince... my pro- here's my negative. Here's my negative. She was frustrated by the schedule, and she couldn't deal with it. So she she left under some questionable circumstances, asking for her release. AEW keeps branching out and getting these people that have like questionable histories with WWE and wanting to get out from a business perspective. If I owned a business and I had on a resume for somebody, I just quit my last job because I just didn't want to do that shit anymore. But I want to come to your company that does the same shit as that one, just on a slightly different schedule. I'm not sure if I would want to hire a bunch of people like that because Let's be honest, like the Jeff Hardys, the Tony Storms, 
you know, like those people that like are so openly against like wanting to fulfill a contract that they signed. Would you want to sign them if you were Tony Khan? Like, I mean, the, yeah, you'll get the big pop, but like, with the amount of former WWE talents that they've signed, the only ones, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the only ones that I can think of off the top of my head that are like not bitter towards WWE at all are Adam Cole and Brian Danielson. I think there's a larger group. I think there's some of the small, like, I don't think Bobby Fisher, Kyle O'Reilly are that upset by. Uh, they let their yeah. contract in, but like, sure, but well, Bobby, Bobby was released. Yeah, but sure. I, I don't, I, I don't think that that trio, the undisputed elite, if you will, oh, and I which is a Jericho. great name change. Jericho wasn't bitter that bitter either. No, he left on his own accord. Yeah, good point. Yeah, but but I I agree with you. I think I think John Moxley's been less bitter lately. But yeah. I agree. Like you're a major wrestling company, and it kind of seems like at the first at the first sign of oh I'm not being booked well that they they ask for their release. Oh, and it's too far too often. And then there's the people that because they get released instantly talk so much shit about a company that give them. Hey, did you know those three months of ninety days are paid? Yes, I did not know until like a few days ago. That the 90 day window where they can't go sign with another company is paid. Yeah. I mean, WWE like, pays them for three months. I feel like what? it has to be. I feel Why like, are so I, many people so upset? I feel I mean, like I you, get it if you're like, you get cut. Yeah, sure. You have some right to be upset, but like some people were like really upset and butthurt by this whole thing. Keith Lee is like the one that comes to mind of how like, verbally upset he was about everything i feel like legally they have to pay them if they're going to say like well i don't hey, know you're, you're fired but at the you, same you time you can't also you also can't go look for work you don't have to if uh if you put it in the contract that way the contract is written in a way, in a way that they have this 90-day non-compete clause and because of that 90 day non-compete clause, they're going to uh, they're going to pay you. And you can probably get with anything if both parties sign the contract, as long as it's not like yeah. murder, you know, so like, yeah, we'll murder you if you sign with another company. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think that's legally standing, but like, Wait, you can't go on. Seek let, out. Me, let me check that. Yeah, you're okay. right. You can ask Jeeves if murder is allowed to be in a contract. No, yeah, um, you're right. It's not. Good job, Chad. <laughs> this is a good boy. Um, my point, just I'd be hesitant to sign those people who are so vocal because what if like your run goes negative with them? And they're, they're going to be the same way towards you. But my other side of this is I'm incredibly worried that Tony Storm's going to about to get the Ruby Soho treatment. She's going to yeah. do super well in this Owen Hart tournament, not win it, and then disappear. Yeah, and honestly, like I, I, I like Tony Storm, but and and she is good in the ring. But I mostly love Tony Storm because of her looks. Ruby Soho, I was excited because she's so good, and so I think if if Tony Storm starts getting jobbed out, I'll be less upset than I am about Ruby Soho. I'm really upset about Ruby Soho. 
I mean, is I Ruby to- Soho getting jobbed out or she just she's just not on TV? She's just getting fucking dark elevation, dark and elevation treatment right now. She's on yeah. there all the time. Like she's not getting jobbed out. Her record's That's- probably super good, but we're not watching it. Yep. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Which uh, yeah, there's really not any that much of a difference between the two. Uh I mean, at least a job where I get to watch on TV every week, you know? 21 and 5. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I've watched like five of those matches. Yeah. It's woof. And then the main event, Darby is just an insane person. I was super happy with the booking here. I think Andrade winning makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And probably like the biggest win of his AEW career thus far, I would say. Yeah. Very good match. Very good match. The bump off the stairs that were like sitting Ooh. up. And then also yeah. even like some of the bumps Darby took in the ring, like the uh the back body drop where Darby just did a complete flip and landed like on his knees. Like just a lot of the bumps Darby takes is like disgusting looking. Yeah. So good. Yeah. God damn Darby Allen. This is definitely one of those storylines that's going to come to a close but way before Double or Nothing. Oh, for sure. The Darby Allen, Sting, and Hardys versus the AFO garbage will keep going on for about three to five more weeks. And right before we start the bills for Double or Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they'll all get into, they'll all get into something else. All right. Um, switching gears. Oh, God. Let's get into it. Well... Before we get into predictions, there's some other shows we're not going to be predicting that are pretty exciting for this weekend. Yes, Chad, go off. Uh, I am going to purchase both of these if you want to mooch off uh, for um, legal purchases. I didn't say that, but um, 100% going to do that. Um, super first, so first of all, Friday night, Ring of Honor um, is hosting Supercard of Honor. It has gotten a lot of AEW flavor. In the last two or three weeks, um, some of the big matches since Deanna Peraza is unavailable, there will be an interim Ring of Honor Women's Championship match between Willow Nightingale and Mercedes Martinez, um, a unification bout for the Ring of Honor Championship between Jonathan Gresham and Bandito is going to be amazing. I think match of the night is easily going to be FTR versus the Briscoes, which will be amazing. And then... Uh, Josh Woods versus U- Wheeler Udo will be very good in a pure rules match, which are very cool for the pure championship. I, I wouldn't be shocked if a bunch of these AEW guys win just because they're going to push some of their own guys now that they own the company. Because I've heard Jonathan Gresham is going to sign with AEW, so I think he'll win. Yeah, I would that, be- that wouldn't surprise me. I would bet you may- Mercedes Martinez wins the interim because she's an AEW person. Josh Woods also I've heard is signing with uh, AEW because he was on dark and dark elevation a lot over the last like three months. So, but clearly it's some AEW flavor. There's all swerves also on the card. Yeah. So that sounds pretty good. Definitely going to have to watch the shit out of that. Yeah. And then the multiverse of matches. What, yes. what do we, what do we want to watch there? So Impact is doing multiverse of matches is the concept of mixing Impact with a bunch of other wrestling brands. So you got Eddie Edwards versus Tomohiro Ishii from New Japan, which will be great. 
You've got the Cardonas, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green, Uber heels right now, playing a great heel across all sorts of companies versus the NWA's Nick Aldis and Mickey James in a match I'm very excited for. Oh, yeah. Um, is her husband, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, and then uh, you got some uh, – the Briscoes are facing off in that pay-per-view too. I don't know how they're going to do this. Um they're like a 45 minute drive from each arena. So maybe they're like the opening match of one and like the ending match of the other. I don't fucking know, but they're going to face good brothers on wow. multiversal <laughs> matches. Um, and then Jay white versus Chris Saban, the bullet club versus the motor shooting machine guns. It, both cards look fucking great. I'm very excited for both of them. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an amazing weekend of wrestling. Yeah. That's just Friday night. Well, what do we have Saturday? Well, speaking of Saturday, we got WrestleMania night one and NXT stand and deliver on Saturday. All right. So we should predict these these because, you know, that's kind of what we do here. NXT stand and deliver. Probably going to be overall the show of the weekend. Yeah, probably. So let's get into that. Um, let's just start with the pre-show match. Women's Tag Team Championships on the line. Toxic Attraction versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Newly reunited. Joe, who do you have and why? Uh, this is one I wasn't really ready to predict because it's a new match. <laughs> And I have no idea why they would give the titles to Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. So since there's no build to it, and I don't think, I don't know why Tox, well, why Gigi and JC would lose their titles either. I'm going to go with them. Gigi, Toxic Attraction, retaining. I fully agree with Joe on this one. I think that this is like a temporary thing and or like a maybe going away thing. If they do what some of the people on the internet are saying they're going to do and fill this massive roster gap with the NXT people after Mania. Um, Raquel's one that I would 100% put money in. So if that's happening, this might be going away. She gets one last match. Or even if it's not, I would say that it makes more sense for toxic attraction to stay the champs than give it to a team that just reunited. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think it makes way too much sense. Like we've been saying for so long, like all these people from NXT that we think are moving up to the main roster and it has to like Raquel has to be one of them. If not also Dakota Kai, like she's been down in NXT forever. It seems like. And is definitely talented enough to be on the main roster. So, yeah. I think this one's kind of easy. That's got to be Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like their DIY last chance, last time together kind of thing. All right. Next on the card... Um, we'll go with uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. And what is debatably a lot of people are hinting at um, Tommaso Ciampa's last NXT match. I mean, Tommaso Ciampa hinted Tommaso at it. Champ. He even said it. 
yep. that it's his last match. He literally put the chair up that said his debut date to 4 to 2022. So I don't think it's a hint at this point. So the real question here is like obviously it's going to be Tommaso's last match for NXT. The question is is like do they have him lose? A lot of people lose their last matches. Yeah. Yeah, I like the dynamic of going out on your back. Yeah. And I was just kind of thinking like is Tony D'Angelo the right person to have in this match like you put like does he even deserve to be put over here? I just think it like the history of how these things go normally the people that are leaving and moving up to the main roster they normally lose. So I went with Tommaso Chan, or I'm sorry, Tony D'Angelo. Oh, he said it. Nope. I'm going with Tony <laughs> D'Angelo. Joe? So first off, let me say that I still hate Tony D'Angelo's gimmick, but for some reason, I don't hate how they're selling his gimmick. Like at a base level, I don't like it, but somehow I think they're still booking him well, where I don't act, absolutely fucking hate him. Um, But along the lines of what Dylan was saying and with, with the fact that I think that people should go out on their back. I'm going to go with Tommaso Ciampa losing and Tony D'Angelo coming out on top here. Good. I'm glad because I'm going with Tommaso Ciampa to break that. I'm picking Tommaso Ciampa here because I don't think Tony D'Angelo is someone they're willing to put over like that. That's a big put over. That is huge, considering what Tommaso Ciampa's done for NXT. Yeah, and like you said, is Tommaso Ciampa is Tony D'Angelo who you're really willing to do? That would put him over and be the guy who got rid of Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa. Butch, butch. I, I just don't see it. And if it is, I mean, that's good for the career and future Tony D'Angelo being a featured player on NXT. I get it; it works. He's good in the ring, man. He is good. I, I think he's good. I, I don't I don't hate his gimmick as much as you hate it. I just think it's like with all the people that we suspect are leaving, like you need momentum for the people that are staying, that are sticking around. And I think they're going to do a lot of that on this card. So do I. I just don't think that it's Tony D'Angelo. I think he's going to be an exception. So I'm going with a curveball here. I'm going Tommaso Ciampa. Well, all right. Uh, so for the next match of the night, I am going with the singles match of LA Knight versus Gunta. Match of the night. I was really split on this one. I think this was the one I was like most. This is the hardest one. The hardest one of the night. Um, I think both people have a good chance of moving up. I think both people have a good chance they're not moving up because they would have a future in the main event scene on NXT. Who, whichever one moves up is probably going to lose the match. But I'm picking Gunther to win this match because I don't see them putting over LA Knight and against Gunther, of all people, because he's had the upper hand on NXT pretty much the whole time. So I'm going with the opposite, and it does play into who I picked in the triple threat tag team match. 
that I think Gunther wins this one. Dylan? Um, well, Joe just sent me who he's picking for the for this match. It was um, an accident. On accident, which I thought was funny. Um, so, uh, sort of along the same lines of what Chad said for the last match, I, I legitimately think at this point that because of the momentum that LA Knight has on NXT right now, I think he's sticking around on NXT. I don't think he's moving up anymore. I think Gunta Walter is, but along with what Chad said about the last match, I think this is the one where I think LA Knight could take a loss here and still be okay. Whereas like with the Tony D'Angelo and uh, Tommaso Ciampa one, like it hurts Tony D'Angelo a lot more in my opinion than it hurts LA Knight to take a loss. So I'm going with Gunta. I think I kind of went the 50-50 booking route with these two because these two I was pretty split on. And if I think that someone's moving up from both of them, let me just pick the, the Wiley veteran in both. And then hopefully I get one of the two right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a solid idea. I, I kind of have morphed uh, between the two of your explanations for my explanation. And I kind of showed my hands by accident earlier in the night. I think that Gunther is getting called up. Yep. I also think that LA Knight is going to get momentum from this match and it will give him momentum towards being at least the challenger for the NXT championship. I think he's going to challenge again for the NXT championship. And that being said, I think that LA Knight is going to win over Gunther, who is one of the hardest people to beat in NXT. I think NXT and that Gunther's getting called up and LA Knight's getting momentum towards a championship push. I've only picked against Gunther one time and I got that one right. And I picked Gunther every other time and I've also gotten that right. So I think percentage wise, Gunther makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Ilya Dragunov is the only person I ever picked to beat him. Yeah, and like I feel like that one was a lot easier to pick. It was so easy. Yeah, <laughs> we all saw that coming a mile away. It was happening. All right. Um, next match. I'm going to go with the Triple Tret Tag Team triple match. Tret. Nice. Imperium, MSK, and the Creed Brothers. And I think the reason I'm putting this before the women's match I think this one's a, a little bit more easy to predict than the women's match, if I'm being quite honest. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Joe? Um, I'm going with, in the pre-show, they're going to, that the Creed brothers are going to find out that it was MSK that was terrorizing them. And they're going to be so mad. They're going to be so pissed. Off at MSK that they're going to pin MSK in this match. Okay. That's a interesting way to go about it. Um, I don't think they're going to find out who it was until Tuesday after WrestleMania, okay. but I think they're going to have the belts when they go to figure it out. I think that Cree brothers will, will pin MSK 
I also agree with the they have played on MSK, so Imperium looks good um, for when they move up. Uh, and I, but I think that it's going to be the Kree brothers pinning MSK, just normal match. And then on Tuesday, we figure out who it was that pinned them. They did say an area code in the. Did you catch the area code they said the text was from on Tuesday? No. No. They said they got a text from those people who attacked them. It was like a 718 or a 715 area code. And I meant to look that up and I never did. I didn't even notice it. It'd probably give away who it was. But yeah, I'm going in the Creed Brothers as well here. Yeah, same. I just think one Imperial, like the only people that are walking out here with the titles is either MSK or, or the Creed Brothers. Because I think Imperium's moving up with Gunta. Gunta. So MSK's already held the titles, and I think this just works well with this the the storyline moving forward of who beat the shit out of the creeds. And I'm I'm still on like it ended it's gonna end up being MSK. They're gonna end up turning heel. And the creeds are yeah, the creeds are just gonna be the champs. I don't know. I just thought this one was a lot easier to pick than the women's fatal four way. I was pretty split on this one. Uh, whereas the women's fatal four way, I was pretty set on. Speaking of uh, women's fatal four way, this is the next match we're going to talk about. Uh, it's uh, champion Mandy Rose defending against Cora Jade, uh, former NXT women's champion Io Shirai, and former NXT UK. Women's champion Kaylee Ray. Who do you got, Dylan? So I think this literally only comes down to two people, and it's Mandy Rose or Core Jade. Yep. Zero percent chance Io Shirai wins, and a slightly higher percentage that Kaylee Ray wins, but less than five percent. And I I don't know. I just kind of went with the like what I feel is the safer bet in the champion retaining. I, I I literally have no rhyme or reason behind it, other than that maybe like Cora Jade not being ready for that, but also like she's very close to being ready. But she's not just, getting. Pinned. Yeah, she won't be the one that gets pinned. It's going to be one of the other two, because I think Io also a very safe bet to be moving up so it's probably going to be her that gets pinned joe he wasn't ready i picked toxic attraction to win before i did i think we all did yes we all did i don't think that this is going to be the total dismantling of toxic attraction but i don't also don't think that we're going to stay in the toxic era <sighs> no I, I agree with you that Kaylee Ray and uh, Io Shirai are not going to win. My my internal conflict is all about Cora Jade or Mandy Rose. But I don't think that Cora Jade's going to get pinned. And that will allow her to maintain in the championship picture. And maybe in a couple weeks we see Mandy Rose lose it. But I don't think Mandy Rose is losing it here. Oof, that one hurts. I 100% agree with Joe's opinion on this one. I think that at the first 
non-pay-per-view NXT event that they do on Tuesday nights. Premium whatever. event. Sure. Yep. You're right. Not Whenever anymore. the first non-premium live event thing they do on a Tuesday, you know, whether it's one of those like St. Valentine's Day Massacre or Unfucking Forgiven or whatever they fucking do. Unfucking Forgiven. <laughs> Whatever they do, I think that's a really good spot where Cora Jade might win the title. Yeah. I think they added Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai here to take a pin so that Mandy doesn't pin Cora. Cora still has a chance. Maybe like Cora hits her finisher, goes for the one, two, three at two. She gets broken up by Mandy, throws Kaylee Ray out of the or throws Cora Jade out of the ring, hits her finisher on Kaylee Ray and pins her or something along those lines. But I think Mandy Rose maintains here. And then Cora J wins between now and the next premium live event. Yeah. Oh, you said it right that time. Twice in that. I got it right twice in that conversation. I'm pretty proud. That's not like you. You've changed. Yeah. First right. you learned I watched the Oscars and now I've been able to say it right. Who am I anymore? So the next match is a fatal, another fatal four-way. Fatal five-way. Five ladder match. For the NXT North American Championship, and God, do I love NXT North American Championship ladder matches. In this match, we have Carmelo Hayes, Santos Escobar, Sola Sokoa, Grayson Waller, and Cameron freaking Grimes. He has okay. a name changed to freaking Grimes, by the way. Oh, boy. Um, All right. I It came down for me. To three of the five. I took two of them out that I didn't think were going to win. I don't think Solo Sokoa or Santos Escobar win this match. Yeah. Off the bat, I don't think those two win. It came down to three people. Grayson Waller, Cameron Grimes, and Carmelo Hayes. I think of those, the most ready to move up is Carmelo Hayes. So I think the title is changing. And I went back and forth for like an hour today on whether Cameron Grimes or Grayson Waller is winning this title. And I went with Cameron Grimes. I think Grayson Waller is a perfect heel. And I think that Grayson Waller could be a very suitable answer. And I'm like 51-49 on Cameron Grimes. But God damn it, if Grayson Waller wins, I'll be excited too. Because those are both excellent options. And either one of them would kill it in the mid-card of NXT. Cameron Grimes. So I'm also 51-49 on this match and Cameron Grimes is also involved. I actually don't think anymore. So I already said, I don't think LA Knight's moving up. I also don't think Carmelo Hayes is moving up. Ooh. I think he's going to stick around. I think Grayson Waller out of those three that you mentioned would be the most likely to move up. So for me, it's 51-49 advantage Carmelo Hayes to keep the title for a little bit longer and probably lose it at one of these NXT weekly events or possibly the next premium live event because I think he's going to hold this title for quite a long time because of how good of a job he's doing with it. So He's doing a good job. I... Yeah, I think it's going to be Carmelo Hayes retaining here. Okay. Vince McMahon loves stealing title holders that are doing a good job. 
and just throwing total disarray at NXT, by the way. Uh, but I am 100% going with the redemption story arc of didn't originally get into the ladder match, got added by Carmelo Hayes saying there's going to be a last chance ladder or a last chance match, him winning, being emotional about it, and I think that he's going to go on and win the NXT North American Championship, and that person is Cameron Grimes. The storyline just makes sense. I agree with Joe on this one. I didn't even think about that, but like the storyline makes a lot of sense for him to win this match. Yeah, it does. That's why I'm between him and Hayes to win the match. It's it's so close. Like so many of these matches on this weekend yeah. are literally those 51 49, like could go either way for me. I don't it, know. WrestleMania just... is almost as bad, dude. Like there were so many of these that I was like, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Yeah, I and I didn't really do a whole lot of thinking about it until starting like last <laughs> a few, night, a few hours ago. <laughs> yeah, and then I really started thinking about it a few hours ago. But I just think a lot of these like these cards are tough to predict, man. Yeah. So with this last match, Dolph Ziggler and Braun Breaker NXT Championship. I also think this is pretty tough to predict. Ready for the inside scoop? But we will see. Who do you guys Go have ahead. and why? Go ahead with your inside scoop, Chad. I read a report this week that backstage, Braun Breaker's already been listed as a Raw competitor, along with Tommaso Ciampa. They're the two people that people backstage. And the source of this is the same guy who broke the Shad Gaspard stuff, the... The Steiner brothers, Cody, all weeks ago before they were ever announced. And this guy said that Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa are basically already on the Raw roster. Yeah. So with that being said, who are, who's your prediction? Um, I already said it earlier in this night. I'm going with uh, Dolph Ziggler to maintain here because he also has barely defended the damn thing. Yep. And NXT is not a company or a brand that likes to transitional champions. transition champions very often the only like real transitional champion of the nxt championship that i can even think of was samoa joe from carrying cross to uh tomaso champa and yeah. leon ruff dude leon ruff defended it multiple times okay i might be wrong multiple times yeah um i also have Dolph Ziggler for the exact same reasons i, I got Dolph. yeah i literally have no other things to add we've kind of talked about this like in the weeks past leading up to this like Braun Breaker lost the title so that he could move up to the main roster like yeah we said like he's probably going to get one more title shot here's the one more title shot and it's going to be unsuccessful and he's going to move up to the main roster yep. and the rest is going to be history also there's like a Dolph Ziggler LA Knight feud sort of built in because they've already had a match yeah. All right. Moving on with predictions. WrestleMania 38, the most stupendous yada, yada, yada WrestleMania of all time. Night one. Very obvious match that we start with here. Probably the one of the matches I'm least excited for here. Um, we have The Miz and Lucha Logan <laughs> versus The Mysterios. <laughs> I was like so confused as to what you're saying. I was like, match you're not excited for, easy to predict. Like, 
Okay. I don't want to go first on this one. I think this one's difficult to predict. I do, I too. I think so, too. I, I have too. not a fucking clue. I do, too. I actually predicted this one last and made my prediction based off of how many heels and faces I had winning in the rest of the night. Same. <laughs> All right. I'll go first. Fuck it. I'll, I'll go first. Um, I picked the Miz and Logan Paul. I... It's going to backfire on me again because I picked the Miz all the fucking time and he never wins anymore. But I think that's the same reason why I'm going to keep picking him because I'm going to get it right when he fucking wins. I'm not going to get him wrong the one time he fucking finally wins one. Yeah. And he's lost at the last two pay-per-views premium live events. One of them Um, to Rey Mysterio. One of them to Rey Mysterio. And celebrities always get a push. And I did look at the rest of the celebrities I had picked. So I'm going to pick that the heels win this match because I think there's going to be some antics. Miz and Logan Paul. Yeah. Um. I think actually. So I have the Miz and Logan Paul as well. And I'm not happy about it. Yes. And I'm going to hate when they end up losing, which it's it's so crazy. Like. I actually 75% think that the that the Mysterios are going to win, but I based this strictly off of how many faces I had winning the rest of the night and I was like there's got to be some heels that win. Where am I where where am I at on these 50-50 matches? And I just went with them. Like I'm I'm kind of the same thing with Chad. It's like the Miz is bound to win one eventually, right? He has yeah. to. He so, fucking has to. More specifically, he lost in a celebrity match last year. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Well, I'm I'm really happy with my pick now. To the celebrity, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Logan Paul will do really well. I don't think he's gonna be as good as Bad Bunny was last no, year. No, you can't compare him to Bad Bunny. No. And unfortunately, we're still also waiting on that that eventual pin drop on Mysterio's breaking up and facing each other. There's also that Dominic could screw shit up and Ray just turn on him or vice versa. Yeah. And I don't think it'll be that fast. I think like this could be the Ray Mysterio being disappointed or I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Oh, that was such Dominic a good storyline. Disappointed by his old dad. And eventually Does he have a new dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new dad yes it is <laughs> uh, uh but i think that this could make this feud could finally be over this this incoming feud could finally be over like SummerSlam time frame and i think for that reason this is the beginning of the actual mysterious breakup ms what i said before about ms losing to a celebrity last year and no, those are the two things, and I, that's why I picked Miz and Logan Paul. Damn, we're all on Miz and Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't you, think that the rest of the group is going to be like that. I, I think a lot say, of you, those people are going to pick the Mysterios. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what the rest of the prediction sheet is going to look like? It's going to be us three on the Miz and Logan Paul, and the rest of the prediction sheet is going to be <laughs> on the Mysterios, including Alex, and this is going to be the one match that's going to get him over the hump and retain the championship that's like, how it like always happens Layla Hirsch you know he's gonna pick like some random match that seems very obvious and it's like how did you not like 
I'm going to feel so dumb when we walk away and the Mysterios <laughs> win. And I'm going to be like, how did I not pick the Mysterios to win this fucking match? Yep. We're all going to feel super dumb when the Mysterios fucking win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not doing any switching. Nope. I'm not doing it. I can't. All right. Next up on the list for night one, I'm going to go with a match I'm actually really excited for, but I think it's very easy to predict. Uh, I'm going with Drew McIntyre versus Happy Drew Corbin. McIntyre. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll also take Drew McIntyre. That's a three for three Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Moving on. Um, does, the, does the end of days happen in this match? Yes. Yes. I've said it for weeks. The end of days is happening because Madcap's going to get involved and cause a distraction. And when he does, Happy Corbin is going to hit the end of days after the distraction. But Drew's kicking out of it and is going to get the win. Do you think after this that we've, we're going to get some sort of uh, Happy Corbin turns on Madcap and Madcap turns face or something like that? If they anyone just, turns face, it's got to be Madcap. I don't think Baron could ever be a face. They've been teasing a breakup between the two of just basically Madcap trying to make jokes and Happy just not, yeah. not laughing at them. So I think that Riddick Moss could be the the face turn here because he's you know he's mad that the that the bad guy doesn't doesn't think his jokes are funny. You gotta get you gotta save some of the heel turns for the Friday night smackdown afterwards. And I think this is one they save. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't think it happens on Saturday. No, they're in two different matches. Or Madcap is a Madcap uh, is just with. Never mind. Yeah, he's a whiff. I get Mad Cat Moss and Ridge Holland confused, if I'm being <laughs> honest, because I they're the sidekicks that I don't care about. I used to think Ridge was better than uh, Riddick, and then he broke fucking Biggie's neck. And, uh, and Mad, Cat had, Mad, Mad Cap, Cap had those two good matches against fucking... And Mad Cap got dropped directly on top of his head and didn't <laughs> break his neck. Yeah. I'm not going to hold that against anyone but he did have two really good matches with drew mcintyre so maybe madcap's like a future like big time guy you never know he's just got to break away from fucking baron who was who was riddick moss with was it tino sabatino tino sabatelli in nxt yeah long time ago man yeah ages ages ago that was about wrestlemania 33 time frame Uh, that's five years ago it's no, breaking well, ground, dude. It was after I st- I started watching again, which it was still during at least when uh when I started watching again. Or I guess they they started being a team around 2015, 2014. It's been yeah. that and then they took a hiatus because Tino got hurt or Riddick yeah. got hurt. I couldn't remember. But for like a really long time. Now Tino was in like the permanent stage of getting hurt. Like he was got hurt, came back, got hurt again. And that then finally got released. Yeah. Next one's on you, Joe. Next one I picked. We were speaking of Ridge Holland. The next match <laughs> is uh, the New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland with Butch. 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 Um, Going outside and get Butch in here. Dinner scene served. Um, <laughs> I picked. Um, this was difficult, but I used reference material here. 
Um, I used the matches that have been happening on SmackDown, and most of them have gone the way of Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Most of them, except for King Xavier Woods' return. But I don't think because of that one match that they got over Rich Holland that Rich Holland wins. I'm picking the New Day as a face team to get a big win here. Yeah, I think this was very obvious. I took the New Day. King was just returned. Uh, New Day's going to win here. No no questions. Uh, I'm going with the same thing as you guys. I'm just also going to set up a dream scenario. Uh, so Kofi and Xavier Woods win, and I know he's got a broken neck and he's not going to do anything physical, but what if Big E just showed up to say, Hey, I'm okay, guys. I have a broken neck, but I'm okay. That would be fucking wild. Yeah. Highly a, doubt a, it. A, a celebration or a, yeah, no, like a celebration for them winning at WrestleMania. And Big E was just like, Hey guys, I'm happy for you. And, and also, and then he flips off Ridge fans. Holland. Yeah, for all the fans, you know, I I'm mobile. I I'm not paralyzed. I'd that like would be that. fucking wild. I'd like that a lot. It would be a great WrestleMania moment. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, the next match that I had, uh, as far as excitement level goes, is actually very low on my excitement level. Is the main event of night one. <laughs> it's uh the 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 women's smackdown champion I mean, why do we even the smackdown champion ship <laughs> charlotte flair versus ronda rousey who do you guys have and why ronda rousey because yeah there's almost no reason to talk about this Ron, I'm ronda rousey um i think wins this match this title reign of charlotte's has been shit Ronda Rousey is one of the people that they're always going to push. Let's move on. Dylan, why do you have Ronda Rousey? Um, because I'm smart. <laughs> Moving on. All three. Okay, next match. Um, what do we have left on night one? We have two matches. Um, three matches. I only have two. We have three. Three matches. We have a tag match. SmackDown tag, Raw Women's, and oh, Seth Rollins' match. TBA. I didn't write the SmackDown tag. Let's do that one. So you got the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Uh, who do you have and why? Um, so ever since the Usos have won the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, I've picked the Usos to win every single time. And... Uh, I ain't going to stop now. I'm taking the Usos. There's just no team on SmackDown's roster that can even compete with them. It's it's the Usos. Joe? Uh, this is actually one of the harder ones for me to pick because I think I've always gone against the Usos, and I don't want to go against the Usos again. Uh, this might but. be showing up. But it's <laughs> WrestleMania. And faces win at WrestleMania most of the time. Except Miz and Logan Paul. Except I didn't say all of the time. I said most of the time. 80%, 75%, something like that. Because it's that, you know, it's that WrestleMania moment. With that being said, I don't know. I, I, I don't fucking know who's going to win this match. So I might as well go with a safe pick and say that 
no, I don't like it. I want to go against the Usos. My brain wants to go against the Usos. So I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go with my heart and my brain. I'm going to go with Shinsuke and Boogs. Damn it. I was hoping I was the only one that was going to go with the Shinsuke and Boogs one. But then I think to myself, who won on SmackDown? It was Boogs and it was Shinsuke in the singles matches that won those. And then the Usos lost to RK Bro, right? On Monday. Yes. Yeah, I'm picking the Usos then. Okay. I honestly forgot about all that stuff. And uh, for most of these, forgot to take any of what's happened in the past weeks on the weekly shows into consideration. But so far, I'm I'm liking I'm liking what I got going on. Joe, you're up next. Uh, so the mat- next match I got is Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, I could have called this uh, in August after yeah. SummerSlam. Uh, Bianca Belair is winning this match, no doubt in my mind. This is one of the easiest matches to predict on wrestlemania weekend yeah but i am very excited for it it's going to be awesome it's going to be a thousand times better than charlotte flair versus ronda rousey so it doesn't matter how predictable it is it's bianca beller chad smirking what do you know i don't know anything i just know how the wwe works no and on monday who stood tall with a whole head of hair in her hand. Bianca. Bianca. Bianca Belair came back from an injury, a fake injury, with a whole fucking lock of hair. And then the commentators talked about how angry Becky Lynch was. You even said how much you enjoyed her, like, anger the emotions, the emotions. and emotion. Oh, yeah. Becky Lynch is winning this match. It's going to be, like, the upset of the night because everyone thinks that Bianca is supposed to win. And Becky is going to win. Fuck. I would pick Bianca at WrestleMania Backlash. Fuck. I don't think it's predictable at all. I went back and forth all day on this. And then when I watched Raw about... I watched that scene from Raw like less than an hour before we recorded. And uh, changed my pick. No, I'm going with Bianca. I just don't want to... I don't want to have to root against Bianca here. I don't know. I mean, I agree with you, but I'm trying to win a contest here, so. Yeah, that's true. There is a pretty awesome title belt. How many How many heels do I have winning? One, two, two and a half. Who's a half? <laughs> well, it's, you know, one of these matches, you don't know who's going to be the heel, who's going to be the face, if you know what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I'm switching. What? You you, com- you you get done saying it's so predictable. You make you a compelling argument. August. You could have predicted this in August, dude. Chad, August. You make, you make a compelling argument. August. You make a compelling argument, and I'm drunk. So, what what do you, what do you want? What what do you want? Sue me. All right. Do you I'm actually sorry. want him to sue you? No, don't sue me. I don't have enough. You wouldn't get any money. <laughs> don't have any money to give you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have enough money to hire a lawyer, so it would be yeah. a ridiculous lawsuit. Yeah. So um yeah, you could have predicted this in August. Becky Lynch is going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I I went with Bianca. 
That's probably the smart choice. All right. Uh, is the next one me? Am I up? Yep. All right. Last match. This has to be the one we're the most excited for. Everyone's got their eyeballs on for night one. It is Seth Rollins versus to be determined. I don't want to. I don't think we should predict this match, honestly. I think we should predict mystery opponent versus Seth Rollins. Yeah. That's who you're really picking is like mystery opponent, or are you picking Seth Rollins? It doesn't matter if you say the name of the person or if you get it right who the person is. It's are you picking Seth Rollins or are you picking not Seth Rollins, basically? Chad, why don't you start? Okay, I'm picking mystery opponent. Cody Rhodes is going to beat Seth Rollins at Mania. Yeah, I mean, you could have predicted this in August. Like, I could not have because Cody Rhodes is still <laughs> in AEW in August. But I could have predicted this uh, as soon as we said that he was going to be at WrestleMania against Seth Rollins, which we said about, what, a month ago? Yeah. I would have predicted immediately. The, yeah, this was my half a heel when I said it. I don't think. I think he's going to be an uber face. Seth oh, is. Yeah. Uh, I think Cody's going to be a huge face. I think the crowd's going to pop for him like they did the Hardys. I think that he's going to give a huge crowd reaction. I think that's why he wants to be here because he's going to get pushed as a face and he is anti being pushed as a heel. That's... I think all these things point at Cody Rhodes going to show up via Uber face, which is probably going to make us hate him in like a month, but fuck it. Thousand percent. Yeah. Cause it's going to be same old Cody. Yep. Yeah. I'm going with mystery opponent here and I really hope it's Cody and not Shane McMahon because then if Shane McMahon shows up, and it's actually him, and I'm, it's, and I and I have to end up rooting for Chad's favorite wrestler, <laughs> Cody. No, no Jeff, <laughs> or not Jeff Hardy, because <laughs> yeah, that's your actual favorite wrestler, uh, Shane McMahon. <laughs> he said Jeff. My name, My name is Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've seen that movie? Yeah, that's that's my wheelhouse, dude. Stupid funny movies. Oh my gosh. Joe. All right. Did Joe, Joe make a prediction? He hasn't. We're waiting on him, and then I got the next match. Uh, I'm not going with Mystery Opponent or Seth Rollins. I'm going with the Wikipedia page, and I'm going with TBA. Oh, my God. Okay, so you're going with Mystery Opponent. Okay, write him down for Mystery Opponent. Cool. Okay, we're going to move on. Mystery Move, Opponent, got it. On to, moving on to night two. Chad. Night two. I don't know what match on night two I want to start with because I had – Almost no idea who to pick in every fucking match. Um, let's see. I had no idea. 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 Um, I had an idea for one. I had match. one. Yep. I had one match that I was like, I'm pretty sure I know who's going to win this one. So I'm going to go with that one first. Uh, triple threat tag team match. Triple threat tag oh, team match. This was not the one I was thinking of. Okay, good. Because... This is the one I felt the most comfortable with. I think RK Bro is going to win at Mania in this. Really? Yes. This is the one I felt most comfortable with. I don't think they lose at Mania. I think they'll break up after Mania. I don't think it's happening at Mania. I just think that the momentum right now is on the side of the Street Profits and their and their heel turn that's coming. That's coming. I, I took the Street WrestleMania Profits. backlash. I took the Street Profits here to take. 
the Raw Tag Team Championships off of RK, bro. I disagree with you. I think that crowd reaction at WrestleMania goes with yeah. RK winning. You said the most over thing on Raw. What's the most over thing on Raw right now? It's not Becky or Bianca. It's yes! RK, bro. It's Chad Gable. It's not Chad Gable. We're <laughs> over on him, but like the most it's over RK, thing, bro. it's RK, bro. And I don't think when in a WrestleMania where they're trying to do a bunch of big time stuff that they're going to, the most stupendous, they're going to oh, put RK, bro, losing that match. I, I don't see it. How many heels do I have winning here? Seven. <laughs> uh, one, two, th- uh, two and a half. You got two and a half again? How do you oh. keep having halves? Well, uh, someone's no. a heel or not a heel. Street <laughs> Profits aren't really heels yet. Oh, my Lanta. I counted the Street Profits as a half. All right. All right. Moving on to the next match. Who you got? What match you got, Joe? Uh, so the next match I have is Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Yeah. Who do you have? This, this was so hard to predict. Yes, I, I agree. On one hand, you have the returning Bobby Lashley. And on the yep. other hand, you have the quote-unquote unbeatable large sweaty man in Omos that Vince McMahon. Just picture the Vince McMahon meme where he fucking comes in his pants. That He's looking at Omos when you picture that meme. And I just don't know who's going to lose. So I, I pulled a Chad and I was like, and, and when I say, you pulled a Chad, likes better? when I, when I say I pulled a Chad, I did, and I'm not talking about going to Buffalo wild wings, and getting blackout drunk. I'm talking about <laughs> exactly what you just said. I picked who I wanted to win. And I went with Bobby Lashley. Sweet. I did the same thing. I am worried as fuck about this prediction. Cause I think that there's a good chance that, uh, Vince McMahon's love for big, sweaty, seven-foot-plus big men is going to come out real hard here. Well, and, and also, Lashley got the upper hand on Monday. I know. And this yeah. is my – I got to pick something against that. I'm going with Bobby Lashley is going to get kicked in the ass for, like, the first, like, half match. And then it's going to be one of those, like, he has to do the comeback and the crowd's going to be behind him because no one likes Omos. And Bobby Lashley wins the match. Yeah, I got Booby Lashley. Nice. Dude. Who's, who's Booby Lashley? Bobby's twin sister. That is. I didn't also know she was in this match. Jacked. I didn't know she was in this match. Yeah, she's really jacked. Yeah, I got I got Booby. <laughs> Joe has boobies. Huh. <laughs> All right. Um. Next match for me. Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match Women's Tag Team Championships. Naomi and Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler and Natalia, uh, Carmelo and Zelina Vega, and Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Who do you guys have and why? I don't Joe? Know. Your I first, no Joe. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> I know. I have no fucking idea. But I don't think Zelina and Carmelo are going to keep it. I think. I think this is definitely going to be a title change i don't think that sasha and naomi are going to get it and i hate natalia and i i i'm i'm someone who always picks Liv morgan yeah yeah, you do (laughs) and uh for that reason i'm going with rhea ripley and Liv morgan nice uh i'm going 
I'm going opposite. I'm going with a with the the betting favorite. I actually went to the odds and I had no idea who to pick. I was between Sasha and Naomi and Liv and Rhea. And I went with the odds maker favorite right now, which is Sasha and Naomi. So I'm, I'm going with Sasha Banks and Naomi win this match. Sasha always turns on her partners. Yeah, um, but she's like uber face, not doing almost anything right now. This is a perfect thing for Sasha to be doing. So yeah, you know what? You I, know I what? That, that was my other choice, but. You know what this match reminded me of was that United States Fatal Four Way, cha- like United States Championship Fatal Four Way they had at WrestleMania a few years ago. It was like Orton, Rusev. We talked about like two weeks ago. Else and Jinder Mahal and everyone. Bobby Roode. And Bobby Roode. And everyone thought like Rusev or Orton was going to win and fucking Jinder Mahal ended up winning. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I think we're in for more of the same here. And I can't good. believe I'm I'm about to pick this. But I'm going to be the only one that picks this. And I know that for a fact. Unless somebody else in this predictions contest is as crazy as I am, I'm going with Natalia and Shayna Baszler to win this match. Uh, you know this. That's if that happened. You know what this would be on par with that time the Iconics beat Shasha and Bianca at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know for the women's really- tag team titles. <laughs> Sasha and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey. That's what I said. That's not what you said, but it's okay. that's what I said. You're drunk. Shut up. Know what I realized during Streamium uh, live event. <laughs> Streamium live event. During this prediction, is aside from the current champs who they're all going up against, every other team has a one half of a tag team champ, a women's tag team champ. Yep. Rhea, Sasha, and, and Shayna. Shayna. She won it multiple never times. Won the tag titles. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I meant. Shayna. Sorry. Dude, it's fine. We get it. N- Natalia was in the inaugural, uh, the WrestleMania Fatal Four Way for the t- tags with Beth Phoenix. That is true. Good job, Joe. Thank you. That's my stupid. Uh, for some reason, it's still in my brain knowledge, and it's going to help me in trivia one day. Well, that's um, that's a match we're all different on. Yeah. Good job, guys. Way to go. I like Chad's pick. I don't like your pick, Dylan. Thank you. Yeah, I don't like it either. I think Thank it's stupid. You. Thank you. Let me know you're, how stupid. Let me know how stupid it is after the match is over on Sunday. I will. I immediately tell you that it was actually, fucking stupid. Actually, don't. <laughs> <laughs> when any of the other three teams that make way more sense win, I'm going to tell you you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Don't do that. There, there are only teams that make sense here. All right, let's move on. Chad. <laughs> It's your turn. Oh shit, nuggets. Um uh what have we done so far? One, two. Uh next I'm gonna go with Semi Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville in a anything goes match, which I don't know why we're calling it that. There's gonna be some butt stuff. There could be like they could call it a street fight, they could call it a no DQ, they could call it Literally almost anything else, and I would like it. I don't like anything goes. But we're going to predict this match next. And let me say first, anything goes here. Anything goes. Joe? It's your turn. I went All right, first, I'll go. I would like to say that when I was, when I initial, when I had my initial picks written down, and then I started to do a little bit more research, I originally had Sami Zayn win this match. 
but then I kind of looked at like, you know, what some other people on the internet are thinking about this match and it started to make sense to me, like the anything goes thing, celebrities at WrestleMania, somebody's going to help Johnny Knoxville win this match. Like the entire cast of Jackass comes out. <laughs> like exactly the entire cast of Jackass. So up. anyone who has oh Wii Man, morbid anyone, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> any anyone who has Wee Man on there who not on the card will make an appearance. God damn it! But yeah, I'm going Johnny Knoxville. Okay. Um, as Joe? much as it pains me to say that, uh, I think that there are three celebrity matches, and one of the celebrities is going to lose. And Facts. Johnny Knoxville. So you're who are you picking? Johnny Knoxville. Oh, I see what you did. So you're picking both celebrities. So you 100% get one of them, right? No, I, th- I said there are three celebrity matches. Oh, Johnny. he's picking Matt, Pat McAfee to lose. I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, no to all of that. I'm picking Sami Zayn to win here. Um, Johnny Knoxville's had that, the upper hand the entire time. And last year at WrestleMania, who did what happened to Sami Zayn last year at WrestleMania? Anybody remember? Uh, about a controversy. He brought Logan Paul with him, and then he lost to Kevin Owens in a quick match, and Logan Paul got stunned. He he was on the wrong end with a celebrity. So this yep. year, and to go with Joe's point that one of the three has to lose. I'm picking Sami Zayn to win this one because anything goes, it will be interesting. I think Johnny Knoxville makes sense here, but I'm going Sami Zayn. Okay. So with that being said, uh, two of the three of us just showed our hands for the next match. That being Pat McAfee versus Austin theory. Dylan, who do you have? Wait, who did Chad pick? Chad said two of the three are going to, lose and two of the three are gonna win two two out of three are gonna win so and chad went with mcafee and you went with theory yeah oh i'm going mcafee 100 yeah i'm i just picked all three celebrities i went with mcafee mostly because i love him and i want him to win i i also want him to win i think because i think he's a better better at commentary and i honestly might like him better in the ring than he's also theory. he's also out of the out of the celebrities is going to put on the best performance yeah that absolutely. would be the best aligned with what bad bunny did last year yeah he's and he's, he's gonna wrestler. win he's gonna win i think austin for some reason is vince's boy see that's someone told vince that think. yeah that's what they want you to think expect the unexpected vince told that to austin theory once upon a time you th- oh didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about one quote where it randomly changes my entire opinion. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I'm going to, I said one thing, I'm going to stick with it. I think I'm wrong, but I'll just stick with it. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong. I honestly do. As, as this, this conversation has gone on, I've thought I was more and more wrong and, but I'm going to stick with it for some stupid reason. Because you're stupid. Because I'm stupid. I'm stupid. All right, Dylan. All right. Um, only two matches left here. 
Ooh, I'll go these with, are rough. I think there's one easier one than the other one, but we'll start with the harder one, in my opinion. Edge versus AJ Styles in singles competition. Who do you guys have and why? This is a toughie. Joe? He looks confused. It's He's thinking so heavily. Confused. I don't even know. I don't even know. There's no knowing. Um, flip a coin, dude. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna explain anything. I'm just gonna go with Edge for no reason. Okay. Uh, I am going with AJ Styles for almost no reason. I, I gotta pick a face eventually on those cards today. Fuck, dude. You guys are. <laughs> you guys are killing I me. I have no idea. <laughs> I have a name written down, but I I literally have no. This is actually 50 50. Um, if there was if if I had to put money on a match that I thought was most likely to show up again at WrestleMania Backlash, it would be this match. And the winner of this match will lose at WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah. Now the so, whole so when we make our WrestleMania backlashes, you could you could say I knew this back at the beginning of April. And then <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so the 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 thought I had behind this is like, who could who should win this match so that like, or does it even matter who wins the match so that the feud keeps on going, right? So who would win the match or? I guess who who winning the match would make the feud keep going. Like what would make sense story storyline wise. So, my thought was because the whole feud was instigated by Edge, he would be more upset and want to keep going with the feud if he loses. So I went with AJ Styles. Okay, so I'm on an island by myself here. Speaking of, of islands, should we talk about the island of relevancy? All right, the last match of the night. It's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, guys. It's the most important, most stupendous main biggest, event. Biggest. The biggest main event in the history of WrestleMania. The unification to determine the unified WWE Universal Champion. Who do you have? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Okay, sweet. That was way easier than I expected. This is so easy. This is the Brock easiest is, match on night two. Brock isn't booked for events in like June-ish or maybe even backlash. They, they've started advertising those at their at the, like the local stadiums and they're not advertising Brock Lesnar. Oh this boy. Isn't, this isn't to say I'm not excited for this. I think this is the most excited I've been for these two facing off ever. Yep, same. And I yeah. think it has to do with the dynamic flipping around where Reigns is the heel and Lesnar's the face. At Mania. And Roman's never won at Mania. And yeah, yeah that's as soon the other as he thing. Said like that, Roman's, Roman's never beat Brock at Mania. As soon as he said that, I didn't even make that connection yet. I was like 100% on, on picking Roman. The thing that I'm scared of, though, is I remember WrestleMania 34 and doing this prediction, the same exact predictions contest with Joe as well and some other people. We all picked Roman Reigns. We did. Because then it won't hurt you when Brock Lesnar wins. And he fucking lost. This is the one this is the one Alex is gonna pick Brock Lesnar, and he's gonna make us feel dumb for having picked Roman Reigns. Yeah, could you imagine being the guy on Monday morning who was like, Yeah, I picked Roman Reigns? 
I mean, I'm the guy who picked Bobby Lashley to win that elimination chamber, and I felt fucking dumb. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's so true. You're pretty dumb. I he felt stupid as fuck. Pretty sure, Dylan. He did, what? and but he switched because he's smarter than I am. Oh, yeah, I switched to Lesnar. Almost immediately upon the show starting, he picked. He switched. Yeah, because I'm smart, but not smart enough to win the title. Yeah. You know, just I'll smart probably, enough to be second I'll, place. Yeah, I'll probably, yeah, you know, I'll probably never win the title again. That sucks. Shut up. Don't fucking say these fucking statements. That sucks. Congrats to you guys if you guys win, but I just, but my picks I'm are the gonna, worst. So I'm not going to do very good. You guys are going to win. I'm excited for Stop, you. Stop, dude. You're, <laughs> you're doing what I'm doing. All right. Let's do props and close out. Um, Let's start with blow. Well, no, let's start with the easy one. Who not on the card will make an appearance? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Cool. What about blood? If there is blood, who will bleed? Is this just as easy? No. I had no idea who to pick. You guys pick. Joe. Um, I'm going to go with Cameron Grimes. Oh, that guy does bleed a lot. I forgot about that. Um, There's a ladder match. Yeah, oh, I forgot fuck. The, I forgot about the ladder match, honestly, when I did this. Uh, I went with Lesnar because I think that match is going to be very physical. And All right. Well, I'm going to stick with my pick then. Okay. What did you, why did you, why did you pick Lesnar? It's just the match that the match between those two is always physical, and I just always have that that image in from Mania 31 where Lesnar bled during their match, and it was just a regular singles match. So I yeah. think it's going to happen again. Plus, he's got the scab on his nose. That fucking scab last time was bullshit. But, I mean, it could bleed. It's not going to bleed. Um, I'm going with a weird one here. I'm going Sami Zayn just in case this uh, Anything Goes match gets oh, a little man. crazy. I forgot there was an Anything Goes match. But, yeah, but that could mean anything, you know? Goes. Literally, anything goes. <laughs> they could be, like, pulling out, like, Legos and putting them on the ground. Like, I don't... I don't think this is going to be a, a gen, like a normal hardcore They're match. We're going to have like the electrocution thing, the zapper. Something weird is going to happen, jackass style, with this match. It's not going to be your normal like trash cans and steel chairs. But in case thumbtacks or Legos or something weird happen, I'm thinking Sami Zayn. All right, all right, and then real quick, just around end time is going to be for night two only. What do you guys got? Eleven thirty-seven. It's like, it's, do you, do you do you write that down beforehand? Or you just yeah. come up with it. <laughs> I also, top? but I come up with it by literally just writing out a random number. Eleven twenty-three. Holy shit! I have eleven twenty-four, and I will literally show you. Nice. So, huh. real close there, bud. Real close. It's gonna suck when we're tied for last and uh we have a tiebreaker yeah <laughs> and alex is up there in first fuck Just alex kicking all of our asses who does he think he is winning smart probably yeah probably thinks he's smart because he watches so much wrestling he doesn't watch as much as i do and he still beats me every time he probably watches as close to the amount that you do i watch like four to five extra hours a week plus Ring of Honor and Impact and NWA pay-per-views. 
he watches everything new japan does which is like something almost every night uh, it's all right either way that's true that's true statement new japan is a lot either way he's a great champ yeah so great that he still doesn't have the belt (laughs) let's close out (laughs) all right so next week we're gonna have beer ratings from all three of these shows Next week's oh, gonna Jesus. be next week's gonna be a long one. We'll have to do a shortened weekly recap next week because we're gonna have lots of beer ratings to cover and all the news from WrestleMania weekend. Oh boy, it is going to be lots and lots to talk about. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. And also we have the the raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. Possibly some NXT debuts or some debuts from with you know what I mean, right? You yeah. guys know what I mean. We, we, know what you're talking about sweet uh as always you can follow us on twitter at ddt russell pod we have been the drunk dudes dylan joe and chad and we will catch you on down the road <laughs>